How's it going guys, Miguel here from CFS Recovery. On this channel, I teach people how to recover from chronic fatigue syndrome or any other hypersensitive nervous system disorders. Now, the topic of today's video is very interesting and it's a question I get asked a lot. Should you track your heart rate if you have CFS? Now, this is an interesting question because I myself wore a Fitbit for the longest time. I wore a Fitbit to track my heart rate. It all started when I noticed that my heart rate was higher than normal. Now the fear of having a high heart rate is actually what causes a heart rate to increase even more. When we first get CFS or when we first start feeling under the weather, typically it starts with fatigue and then it starts with more anxiety, more insomnia, feeling a little more wired. And then as it progresses, you start to feel more things like heart palpitations, high heart rate, shortness of breath, dizziness, vertigo, POTS, lightheadedness, headaches, a lot of things can be going on as you develop further into this illness, as your nervous system starts to get more and more hypersensitive. One of the scariest symptoms is having a high heart rate. And the reason why is because it literally feels like you're having a heart attack. You don't know if your heart's just gonna explode, if it's gonna give out, if it's just gonna stop. As you go throughout your day, maybe you just stand up to go get a glass of water and then you feel your heart rate jump. Maybe you go up a flight of stairs and your heart rate is high and it won't go down for the next 10 minutes. You get a lot of these pot symptoms where every time you stand up or move around, maybe even in the shower, your heart rate it's so high that you even get lightheaded and you start feeling weakness and fatigue in your outer extremities, in your limbs. You have cold hands and feet. A lot of weird symptoms can go on. And so what happens is this can also lead to panic attacks, which is when your whole body gets out of control. Your body essentially triggers the release of adrenaline. And that's essentially what a panic attack is. And so it can lead to an ongoing high heart rate that is very sensitive with any small movements. Even just the thought of certain things can increase your heart rate. And the problem with having a tracker for your heart rate is usually it does the exact opposite of what we want to happen. So let's take it back a few years. I bought a Fitbit because I wanted to keep my heart rate under a certain level because I noticed it was always high. I was very anxious couldn't sleep at night. So initially I actually got it for sleep to track my sleep and everything I'm telling you right now, it's going to apply to both tracking heart rate and sleep. When I found my heart rate getting high, I would double check my Fitbit to see, uh Oh, let's see how high it gets. I want to make sure it's under a hundred. And when I looked down, my heart rate would be like 95 sitting down. And then that thought alone, seeing that number on my Fitbit would actually stress me out even more. And so as I was looking at my heart rate, when it was 95 beats per minute, I would see it jump to 97, 99, 104, 108. And as I saw the numbers going up, I had more and more anxiety, which only increased my heart rate. So it was backwards. The very thing that I got to monitor my heart rate and try to keep it under control was the thing that made it skyrocket. And many times my heart rate went to 130 and 140 and 150 and I had many panic attacks and it was very scary. So initially our intention for getting this tracker can be good, but what happens is it can actually be more detrimental than beneficial. Now I'm not saying don't get a heart rate because I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what you should or shouldn't do. I can only tell you what worked for myself and what I see happening in a lot of people, whether they're on my YouTube channel or they're in the recovery jumpstart program. I talk to literally hundreds of people about all these different things. And what I've seen with people tracking their heart rate is there has never been a case where they have benefited from it.
They have only gotten worse when they had a heart rate monitor. Now, if you have heart conditions, if you have other proven tested conditions where you tested positive on a test for something, maybe you have an actual heart condition, maybe you have an actual hormonal problem. That's a different story. You can wear a heart rate monitor if you want, but if you've had everything checked out and your tests have come back negative and the doctors can't find anything and they're telling you you're fine, and you don't feel fine and you feel sick, like your body's falling apart. I was in that same place and going back in time, I never would have wore the heart rate monitor. But now I'm glad I did because now I know how much damage it can do to your anxiety levels. It can make your heart rate go through the roof. And so there's an awesome quote that Junior, shout out to Junior, he's in the Recovery Jumpstart program. He's, he mentioned this on a call and he said that a Fitbit or a heart rate monitor is like a handcuff to the illness which is so true, specifically for POTS. It's like a handcuff to the illness because every time you check in and you see the numbers going up, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The very thing that you fear is gonna happen is going to happen. And when you see your heart rate sitting above normal, which it likely will be because you have a hypersensitive nervous system issue, it's gonna scare you. And as you see the numbers go up, the more you try to make it go in the opposite direction, the more you try to make it go down, but then you get more anxious and it just skyrockets out of control. So there's another scenario. Shout out to Kyle in the program. Typically, he just spends his days at home. Heart rate is almost always high. When he's lying down or sitting down, it's 90 or 100, somewhere around there. When he stands up to walk around, it goes up to 130 or 140. He was in the post office the other day and he was standing in line for 30 minutes. He hadn't done that in a while. And he was on his phone, different environment, different distractions, and there was zero fear about the heart rate. And he actually forgot that his heart rate was really high, right? Until a family member called him on the phone who was waiting in the car. They're like, are you okay? Are you, do you need help? We thought you passed out in there. Are you good? And he was like, yeah, of course I'm good. Like, I'm fine. And then he remembered, oh, I just realized my, my heart rate is actually pretty high. When he got back home and he laid down, that's when he felt the heart rate. So a lot of what affects the heart rate is our anxiety around it. It's our resistance to trying to keep our heart rate under a certain level. So what I tell people is your heart is very resilient. There's actually an interesting stat on pbs.org. Your heart beats about 100,000 times in one day and about 35 million times in a year. During an average lifetime, the human heart will beat more than 2.5 billion times. Give a tennis ball a good hard squeeze. You're using about the same amount of force your heart uses to pump blood into the body. So when my heart rate would be high before, I, I used to get pretty scared because I thought that it couldn't handle it. I thought it's been high for three days or seven days. I don't think it can keep up. I think it's just gonna give out. And that was my perception of it until I realized the statistic way down the road. And your heart it beats 2.5 billion times in your lifetime. It could beat fast for three days, seven days, two weeks, and it will likely hold up. Again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a cardiologist. I'm speaking from experience for myself. I think at my worst, it was about a three week period where my heart rate did not go below 100. Even when I was given Ativan and you know I was trying to sleep and I couldn't really sleep because I was literally afraid of my own heartbeat. And that in itself is a really tough place to be because then you're scared to stand up. You're scared to cook. You're scared to take out the trash. You're scared to make your bed, to fold clothes, to do laundry. You become afraid of everything because you have a fear of your heart just giving out. Back to the main point about the Fitbit. For me personally, I don't wear heart rate trackers anymore. Even if I was training, I wouldn't wear it unless I'm a high level athlete. 
or I had an actual condition with my heart where the doctor specifically said, make sure you keep this under control, make sure it's under this certain level. If not, it's just gonna drive you nuts because you tend to overtrack the statistics and you're gonna feel like every time your heart rate goes over a certain amount, you're doing wrong or it goes under a certain amount, that's optimal. Obviously that's optimal, but a lot of times you can't control it. As you get the nervous system functioning at a more normal level, as it starts to shift from sympathetic overdrive to parasympathetic, the high heart rate problems will fix themselves along with the other maybe dozens of symptoms you have, or maybe you don't have that many symptoms. Because typically what I see when people have high heart rate, there's usually a few other things that are going on as well. I know I had a cluster of horrible symptoms. At my worst, I had over 50 symptoms. I still have the sheet to prove it, which I'm actually gonna put right up here. These were all of the symptoms that I had, which was crazy. It was literally like living a nightmare. For the most part, for the people in the program in Recovery Jumpstart, I tell all of them, do not track your heart rate because you will end up worse. You will end up more anxious and it's gonna lead to panic attacks. I've seen it a million times. I've been through it so many times myself. Just save yourself the trouble and, and don't track your heart rate. Unless, of course, you had other conditions or you've been instructed by a doctor. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope this helps. I hope it gives you some reassurance. And if you have a heart rate monitor, then comment down below if it's helped or if it's not helped. Does it cause more anxiety or does it actually make you feel better? Now, I think there's a certain time when you can introduce heart rate monitors when you're better. But when you're in a hypersensitive state and you're on edge and you're more anxious about everything, it's not really the best time to put a magnifying glass on the very symptoms that you fear. It's essentially what a Fitbit is doing. You're putting a magnifying glass on the fear, which is the heart rate. So. If you enjoy this video, make sure to give this a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, also hit that notification bell so you get notified every time we release some content. And if you did want some extra help, if you needed some assistance in your recovery and you just wanted to jumpstart your journey and you just wanted to take things to the next level, then you can apply for the Recovery Jumpstart program down below. I'll leave a link in the description. It's by application only. We have to see if you're a good fit for the program and if the program is a good fit for you. If you are a good fit, then we would love to help you live life with thriving health. That's the ultimate goal here. Now today's subscriber comment highlight comes from Rye. And he says, I find that gratitude affirmations are great for getting through my rough times and mitigating that downward spiral caused by the guilt. So often when I get a symptom, I would start blaming myself. And then the voice in my head would just ruminate out of control, causing even more stress. I find that if I can find things to be grateful for in the present moment, it switches my mindset and can keep the symptoms to a minimum so I can get through them in a shorter period than I would have otherwise. Hard at first, but rewiring over time makes it much easier. I learned this from you, by the way, so thanks, man. I really appreciate your work. That's amazing. And this is somebody who's putting in the work. He says it himself. It's hard at first, but rewiring over time makes it much easier. And the symptoms aren't gonna go away right away. When you can bring yourself into the present moment, that's when your body can really start to heal because all mental anxiety, which is the fuel that keeps the fire burning, that keeps the symptoms going, all mental anxiety is a projection of a future or a recollection of the past. That's what anxiety is. The more present you are, the less anxiety you can have. It's literally impossible to be anxious if you are in the present moment but it's harder said than done. It takes a lot of practice and that's where the brain retraining comes in. You have to do it consistently, not dozens of times per day, not a hundred times per day, literally hundreds of times per day is what is required for you to see a massive difference, but it is worth it at the end of the day. So always remember, you are just one mind shift away from living life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.